Hello, welcome, or welcome back to You Learn Something New Every Day with Chloe Vetter. I am your host. My name is Chloe. What's up, you guys? I hope you're all having a great day. I hope you are drinking your water. I hope you're moving your body. I hope you're getting some rest and listening to your body. And yeah, I just hope you're having a good day. I hope you're taking care of yourself. I'm excited for today's episode. If you listened to last week's, you would know that I've started this little series on the book that I read, which is The Subtle Art of Giving or Not Giving a Fuck by Mark Manson. And this is a counterintuitive approach to living a good life. And before you're like, oh, I am not listening to a book analysis, it's not really. I do talk a little bit about the book, but I talk about kind of what I interpreted from it. And it's honestly a really good book. I did finish it like a, a bit ago, but it's. I don't know. It's really stuck with me and I want to go over it again and I want to share some of the things that I learned from it because it's definitely one of those, like, it it teaches those lessons that everybody should learn and it teaches those lessons that unless you learn the hard way, you probably won't learn them at all. So, before we do dive into it, last week's episode was, I think it was called Stop Trying or Stop Caring, something like that. And it was about, you know, just trying so hard and, you know, giving a shit about things. And yeah, if you haven't, if you haven't listened to that, definitely go listen to that episode. It's the last one that is on my podcast. And I'm going to go to chapter two this time. So this chapter, well, before we dive in, I want to share what I learned if you're new here, hi, my name's Chloe. I'm 19 years old. I am a spin instructor. I'm a bar instructor. I teach, uh, you know, group fitness classes. I'm also a personal trainer and I have a podcast and I do some other little things on the side. So I love to really emphasize the importance of mindfulness on this podcast. And I like to emphasize the importance of being aware of what's going on around you. Because if you really think about it, all we are guaranteed is the very moment that we are in. All that we really have, all that is for certain, is the present. Right here, right now. So, with that being said, when you are learning information, when you're, you know, experiencing life, that is all you're all you're always learning from like the present moment, right? Like you're picking up new experiences and knowledge throughout your day. So if you're not being present and you're not paying attention to what's going on around you, if you're not being mindful, if you're just kind of going through the motions, you're not going to really realize what's going on around you. You're not going to learn anything from the experiences because you weren't really there. You were physically there, but mentally maybe you were extremely distracted and focused on something about the future or you were focused on the past and I know it's easier said than done but being present is really important and it's really an important practice to incorporate in your day-to-day life so try to implement that if you haven't already when you do this you find that you learn something every single day now I know That might sound like a stretch to some people, but you really do. Open your eyes and you will learn something. It's not always the most relevant. It's not always the most important. It's not always the most, you know, mind-boggling information, but you really do learn something new every day. So, one thing that I learned today, shout out to my best fucking friend, Maggie. I know you're listening. I love you so much. 
Uh, she recently started PA school, which was physician's assistant, but that is now the title is now called physician's associate, which is a lot more appropriate because they do a lot and they do have a very big role and assistant just kind of is a little bit, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It kind of, shoot, what's the word I'm looking for? Start the, starts with a D. Um, I will f probably think of it the second I stop recording, but it kind of, it doesn't, it undervalues the, the, the position. It really undervalues what they are known to actually do. So what I kind of learned today is basically just like the workload that they have at PA school. I knew it was a lot and she told me that it was a lot and you know it's a, like an eight to five five days a week you're sitting in a classroom you're doing school and then you go home and you study and you're not allowed to have a job you're not allowed to work outside of it because it's that much work and she was telling me that she literally started last week this is her second week and she already has like five or six exams and I'm just like that is crazy and she was telling me a little bit of the information like that they had to know or whatever and I just was like oh my gosh like they just have to memorize and learn so much information in such a short amount of time so yeah I guess that's what I learned today um it's really crazy they really don't get enough credit um but yeah Maggie if you're listening you're amazing and I'm very proud of you because that is not easy. Guys, getting into PA school is hard enough. Imagine like actually going, <laughs> actually going to the school that you got into. All right, let's enough chit chat. Let's get into the main, main topic of today. So the subtle art of not giving a fuck by Mark Manson. Chapter two is called happiness is a problem. So the beginning of this chapter, he kind of starts to tell a story of a prince who discovered life outside of his own life. Like, he discovered what it was like to live outside of his castle, outside of the walls that he was in, outside of the constant pampering and assistance and butlers and stuff like that. Like, he was... A prince living in a castle and his father had really done a great job at not letting him really see what the real world was like so when he got older and he did discover this real world he got really depressed because you know it, when you see all this shit in poverty that people are living in after you've been only ex exposed to luxury that is a big shock, and that is a big... That's just a lot of information to take in, especially when your whole entire life has been like that. Like, I can't imagine, you know, just all the thoughts that would be going through my head. So, long story short, this prince was Buddha, and he kind of tells his story about how he goes and like runs away from his castle and like was meditating for like 38 days or something like that and was trying to figure out like the meaning to all of this and something and at the end of this of his you know little self-discovery journey 
He realized that life itself is a form of suffering, and some suffering is better or worse, but we all experience it, no matter what. It's inevitable. So, pain and loss, those are inevitable, and what Buddha had realized is that we should let go of trying to resist these, you know, sufferings, these awful experiences, we should let go of trying to resist them. Because at the end of the day, the more you resist, the more that you try to deny that it's happening or whatever, that's where you're just kind of creating more suffering for yourself. So the whole premise, this premise underlies many of our assumptions and beliefs and that is this the premise i'm talking about is that happiness is algorithm whoa algorithm i can't say that word algorithmic you know exactly what i'm trying to say i'm not going to try to say it again because i will embarrass myself okay algorithm but with the ic at the end okay you know what i'm talking about so Happiness is an algorithm. There we go. So that premise. That's what underlies, I'm going to say it again, that's what underlies many of our assumptions and beliefs, right? And the problem is the premise. The problem is thinking that happiness has an algorithm to it. On page 26, Manson wrote, happiness is not a solvable equation. Dissatisfaction and unease are inherent parts of human nature and necessary components to creating consistent happiness. So, he said, happiness isn't a solvable equation, right? It's not an algorithm. There's no, there's no formula to this. Dissatisfaction and, you know, uneasiness, those are all just parts of being a human. It's part of human nature. And not only are they natural, but they are necessary. These components aren't just part of life. They are necessary for life. They are how we are able to create this consistent happiness that everybody seems to be seeking. On page 27, Manson wrote, the greatest truth in life are usually the most unpleasant to hear. I'm going to say that again. The greatest truths in life are usually the most unpleasant to hear. And if this doesn't make sense to you, I want you to just kind of think about that for a little bit. Because suffering at the end of the day, yes, it's suffering and it sucks, but it's good. It's really good. It's really necessary. What we want is not what we need most of the time. It's not always what we... And I say that in my spin classes all the time. What you want is prob is not what you need. So what do you need? Not what do you want. What do you need? You know what you need. Suffering is biologically useful. It inspires change. And for me personally, I 100% agree with this because 
I, I mean, I'm very open on about like my mental health struggles and my journey on this podcast. And I do have OCD, high functioning anxiety, clinical depression, you know, all, all the fun stuff. And when I hit these low points, when I'm in a very deep depressive episode and when I am extremely anxious, when I am just not doing good, when I'm not taking care of myself, I'm at a low point. When I get that low and it can only go up from there, that is when it inspires change. Something about hitting the rock bottom and going up, that just... It's easier said than done, and it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel when you're in that dark space, but one day you wake up, and it's not good, but it feels a little bit lighter. It feels a little bit easier to carry. It feels a little bit easier to get out of bed, and this really inspires change because it lets us get up close with our problems and our suffering. You know, it really just lets it sink in. On page 28, Manson wrote, Our own pain and misery aren't a bug of human evolution. They are a feature. I want to say that again. Our own pain and misery aren't a bug of human evolution. They're a feature. Okay, so the pain, the suffering, the uncomfortable uneasiness all of this isn't a blip it's 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 helpful it's beneficial it's it promotes growth it inspires change pain is our body's most effective means of spurring action right our pain teaches us to pay attention from a young age if we are doing something and it re- it results in pain, you know, like maybe you, I think in the book he used uh, an example of a kid putting like his hand on a hot stove, like that pain teaches you to not do that again. That pain teaches us so much from a young age, whether we realize it or not. Our brains don't understand much difference between physical pain and psychiatric pain or psychological pain whatever the difference our brain you know what I mean mental and physical pain our brain doesn't know the difference that well it's all just kind of pain that's why when something hurts like something maybe you I don't know like had a bad breakup or you lost a loved one or, you know, you lost your job. I don't know. Something that's, you know, really awful. That's why it physically hurts. Even though nothing is being done to you, that's why it physically hurts. That's why when we're anxious, our bodies feel awful. That's why when we're depressed, our bodies feel awful. Like it doesn't, our brains just don't understand much of the difference. On page 30, Manson wrote, The solution to one problem is merely the creation of a next, of the next one. My bad. I'll say that again. The solution to one problem is merely the creation of the next one. So basically, he's saying that we choose our own problems, right? Whatever life you have, 
The suffering is inevitable, what I've been saying this whole time. The problems don't stop, they just evolve. Solving these problems bring joy. So this is where that denial comes in, and this is where the denial really all, you know, bites us in the ass. Like I said, problems don't stop, they evolve. And the denial of this is really lethal. The longer we avoid, deny, and numb our problems, the more painful it'll be when they surface. I know that's something that is pretty... I feel like people say that a lot, but a lot of people don't really, like, actually listen to what that means. Basically, it's saying, like, if you ignore your problem right now, that's fine, but it's still going to come up. The longer you wait to do the dishes, the bigger the pile is going to get and the worse it's going to be when you finally have to go get to it. Because that's the thing. It's not going to disappear. You can bury it as much as you want, but it's not going to disappear. And when it comes up, it is going to hurt ten times worse than it would have if you dealt with it right away. So you need to feel your emotions. Our emotions are feedback mechanisms. They're telling us something is right or they're telling us something is wrong for us. These negative emotions that we experience are a call to action. That is our body telling us to do something. Our emotions are temporary, so don't overinvest or obsess over them. Feel them, let them happen, and then let them let them pass. Don't hold on to them. If you bury them, that is literally just holding on to them. If you deny them, you're holding on to them. Whatever makes us feel good is going to make us feel bad. Whatever makes us feel good is what is going to cause our suffering. Whatever makes us feel good is going to make us feel that pain. Because what we gain is what we lose. What creates the positive experiences will define our negative experiences. The more money you have, the more responsibility you have. The more land you own, the more land you have to tend to. The more... Uh, the more jobs you have, the more income that you have, the more jobs you have, the more responsibility you have. You get what I mean? Like, the more that you have, the more positive experiences that you have, it, we're still going to have negative experiences. It's just, it depends on what those positive experiences are. So if you quit your job, if you lose your job, a positive, that's a negative experience, I mean, unless it's a positive for you. If you get fired or something like that and you lose your job and you're struggling, what's a positive? Maybe you get to spend more time at home with your kids while you're looking for a job, right? Maybe you end up working, you find a new job that is really, really good for you and that's a positive experience. And it, so, it, so it goes both ways. It goes both ways. At the end of the day, we're always choosing. You're always making a choice, whether you like it or not. We must choose our pain. It's all about what pain do you want and what are you willing to struggle for. Joy requires struggle. It grows from problems and discomfort. You can't know happiness without sadness. You, just like you can't know sadness without happiness. To, you can't feel good without having felt bad. You can't feel 
strong without having felt not strong. You know what I mean? Like you can't have one or the other. The pain we sustain, on page 38, Manson wrote, this pain we sustain is what defines us and separates us and ultimately brings us together. Because at the end of the day, we all have some type of pain that we're sustaining, right? And it becomes what defines us, but it's also what separates us because everybody goes through pain, but it's a, but everybody has different pains, yet they're the same because we're all going through something. It's kind of a little, it's, it's one of those things that when you think about it, you're like, huh. So I want to leave you guys with the idea that it's not just about the outcome. You got to enjoy the climb. If you're so focused on the outcome, if you're focused on the result, that's great, but you're not going to, you're not going to want to do the climb. You're not going to have to want to work for it, right? You have to enjoy the pain. You have to choose your joy, your pain. I am doing what I love, right? I'm a fitness instructor. I'm a spin instructor. I fucking love spin. I love teaching spin. I love teaching fitness and I love, I, I, I just love this industry that I'm in. However, that doesn't mean that everything is easy. That doesn't mean that I don't suffer and that I don't have pain. I'm doing what I love. I'm teaching like, what, five, six times a week? And that's awesome. That's what I want to do. But I still have, there's still, with that positive experience, negative experiences come from that. The negative experience could be, I, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm always tired. <laughs> I always am drinking caffeine. I'm always hungry. I'm always sore, okay? I'm always freaking sore. I'm always, my legs are always shot, okay? I'm always looking for new inspiration and music and sometimes it can stress me out because if I'm not inspired at the moment, that doesn't matter. I still have a class to teach. If I am tired and I don't want to talk to anybody, that doesn't matter. I have a class to teach. Every positive experience brings some type of negative experience. You must enjoy the climb. On page 40, Manson wrote, I was in love with the, not the fight, but only the victory. The joy is in the climb itself. Okay, the happiness, the joy, the whatever positivity you are looking for, it is not in the victory. It is not in the outcome. It is not in that end result. It is in the fight. It is in the climb. It is in the pain. It is in the suffering. It is in the uncomfortableness. It is in the uneasiness. That is where the joy comes from. So choose your pain wisely. Please send this to a friend. Please follow this podcast. Rate it five stars. Feel free to message me on Instagram, chloe.vetter, C-H-L-O-E dot V is in violet, E-T-T-E-R. You can message me 
any comments, questions, concerns, let me know what topics you want to hear about. Let me know if you have any questions or, you know, just anything really at all. I love constructive criticism. I love hearing feedback. So please let me know what you thought about this episode. And I want to thank you guys for listening. It really does mean a lot to me. I hope you have the best day. I hope today is such a beautiful day for you. And if not, the sun will rise and we will try again. Thank you guys. I'll see you all next Friday for another episode.